It's time for the Disney Burrito, Episode 1. Hello, everyone. What is good? Welcome to the very first episode of the Disney Burrito. My name is Jeremy. And I'm Corinne. And we're so excited to have you with us today. So, Corinne, it's our very first episode of the Disney Burrito. Yes. Exciting. And, and I know why, but I would like for you to answer the question, why Disney Burrito? Oh, well, first of all, burritos are absolutely delicious. And what goes better than just uh, Disney and burritos? So uh, we hope we start a trend here. Disney has wonderful snacks in their parks, and uh, maybe they'll have some Disney burritos. But the Disney burrito is all of all of the Disney news, entertainment news. So that's your your movies, your your park shows, uh, history, anything Pixar, Let's Marvel, just pile Star Wars. It all on. That's right, one big juicy bite. So hence Disney burrito, and uh, absolutely love the name. And we're excited to bring you this news uh, that we'll be sharing uh, every other week. So you will find us with the Mousecapades Radio Network. Uh, Nick Iman and Stephanie run that episode and giving you all the park-themed news. And every other Tuesday, you're going to find us with the Disney Burrito sharing the wonderful news of what's currently going on, what's coming up, as well as in the past with Disney. Uh, we're going to have some wonderful upcoming movie reviews. Uh, Disney's got some really great entertainment coming out. Uh, some really uh, good things just came out out of the D23 conference, and we'll, we'll touch all of that. But a little bit about us. So uh, we're a husband and wife team, and we absolutely love Disney. Disney entertainment in our family. We have four children, and it's absolutely just wonderful to share that with them. Uh, not just Star Wars or Marvel, but the classics with Disney. I don't think a day goes by that we don't watch either Disney or Pixar or we have music, something on all the time. Yeah. And when even when I'm working out or if we're anywhere in the house, we have Disney park music, background music, show music, you name it. We have that on. And uh, it's a lot of fun, especially with our two little girls. <clears throat> so why don't we jump into this? Some really cool news we want to share with you uh, before we move on. So you know who Steve Jobs is, right? Of course. Yeah. So Steve Jobs, head of Apple, uh, currently not head of Apple, but um, back in the day, George Lucas helped Pixar. And uh, he was kind of getting tired. You know, there were some money issues with Pixar and Steve Jobs came in and rescued Pixar. And so he's been known as the savior of Pixar. We are very, yeah. very grateful for that too, because <laughs> yeah. we love yes. Pixar. Yes. So Pixar, if you're listening to this, I would love to work for you. Um, <laughs> but side note, anyway. From home. <laughs> yeah, so, so Steve Jobs, <clears throat> recently, they were auctioning off, actually, Pixar was auctioning off uh, a poster, a signed Toy Story poster with Steve Jobs' autograph on there. And it was going to start a very high bid. So can you guess what that bid was? Oh, at least in the several thousands. Yeah, so at least. Yeah, starting bid was looking at around $25,000. Wow. And actually... It closed the other day for a whopping $31,250. Wow. wow. I can't imagine. I don't know if I would sell something like that, really. I mean, the the, the monetary value sounds absolutely wonderful. Excuse me. <clears throat> but having Steve Jobs' autograph, which is a rarity on such memorabilia, would yeah. be something to have. Something to have. So I found the story, actually. You can go online and find it. So... Um, just a little bit of background in regards to this that 
his signature, you know, it's included in plenty of contracts and business agreements, but the rarity of being tied to memorabilia is what really excites about this Toy Story poster. It's phenomenal. $31,250. Apple Insider uh, is the one who brought that to us in regards to that information. But oh, wow, a lot of money, really cool collectible. I don't know who has it. I hope they keep it yes. regardless of the monetary value. It's something uh, just worth having. Insure it, do whatever you need to protect it. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, you know, a little bit of, we were talking about the past with Pixar. Let's go even further back to um, Disney, the animated Lion King, Aladdin back in 1992 through 94. Uh, when I was a kid, and I think in the in the past episodes on the Mousecapades uh, podcast, I talked, Nick and I talked about our love for Disney with the video games as well, I believe. But I had a Sega Genesis. Didn't have a Nintendo. Had a Sega Genesis. And one of my favorite games that Nick and I actually loved playing was Aladdin. Wonderfully done for the Genesis. A lot of neat animated little uh, things here and there throughout the game. And actually, I got it on Christmas, and I beat it on Christmas. And and Nick took a picture I'm of me. I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I have my thumbs up. I absolutely love it. And so the other day, we're in our house, and I'm, I'm like, oh! <gasps> And you are... Yes. I'm like, what's going what's on? What's going on? What's going on? What's so, exciting right now? <laughs> I'm really excited because uh, this is off the HollywoodReporter.com. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just share this article with you. We'll get to the point right away, actually. They are re-releasing the early 90s Aladdin and Lion King Sega Genesis and Super Nintendo games from 93 and 94. Awesome. Yeah, he's immediately going, okay, I think we can go ahead and get this. We are going to get this. Out. My kids are going to enjoy this instead of seeing something on YouTube of what this game is all about. Uh, now, I'm more of an Aladdin fan than the Lion King game fan, that is. And uh, I cannot wait to get this. So let me just read this to you if, you, if you don't mind. Originally released on the Sega Genesis Super Nintendo consoles in 1993 and 94. Um, there were popular platforming games launched as tie-ins to the big screen adventures. Really, no big news there. That's Disney, uh, money-making machine. Both titles, they sold well over 1 million units worldwide. That's back in 1993 wow. and 94. You know it's going to be more now. Yep, with Aladdin actually delivering the third best sales of any game for the Genesis console with 4 million total units sold. Wow. Woo! <laughs> so, the, yeah, the release uh, packaging includes both games titled Disney Classic Games, Aladdin and The Lion King. It'll launch this fall of 2019 on the Nintendo Switch, the PS4, Xbox One, and PC. And it'll, fe it'll feature upgraded HD graphics, instant save states, and a rewind button that allows players to back up to 15 seconds of gameplay. That's, that's pretty interesting. Wow. As well as a new previously unreleased final cut of Aladdin and a trade show demo of the title not made public since 1993. <laughs> Woo, can't wait and get to experience that with my kids. Uh, the collection will feature versions of the games from the Genesis, Game Boy, Super Game Boy releases, as well as the Super Nintendo version of The Lion King. So when is this coming out? Uh, right now, it's just fall of 2019, so okay. anxiously waiting for that. Additionally, the Disney Classic Game Collection features behind-the-scenes interviews and art galleries highlighting the original development of the games. So... Recently, of course, Aladdin and Lion King were released as live action. Well, Lion King is more animated mm -hmm. slash live action uh, this year, which earned more than one billion. That's with a B billion at the box office. So more, more money, money, money. <laughs> but anyway, regardless of it, Disney Classic Games Aladdin Lion King will be available for twenty nine ninety nine. Is what it's going to retail for. Hoping it'll be a little bit cheaper. But you're getting two games. You're getting some unreleased material. That's not too bad. Definitely we're going to get it. Especially for the nostalgia. <clears throat> I mean, that's worth it. 
yeah, for the price. I mean, yeah, it and update. You know, we just we just actually downloaded uh, the Ducktales uh, game because yes. we are Ducktales <laughs> fans, and we will have some of those kind of episodes coming up. Uh, speaking of that, little squirrel moment there. But so we we just downloaded that because we're not going to release it anymore, and it's been a fun game. You know, going visiting back to the classics of Disney. So thank you, Disney, for wanting to put those back out and let us uh, enjoy our childhood once again. Through our kids too, which has been fun. (laughs) Through our kids. So um, anyway, one of the the main things I wanted to talk about later in this episode is uh, the new Disney Plus uh, that's coming out to stream. And we are getting it. We're getting it. Bottom line. <laughs> we are quite excited about this. Yes, we do have Amazon Prime. We do have Netflix. And uh, not, we're not Hulu subscribers. No. But um, Disney Plus, uh, a big announcement at the recent D23 conference. <clears throat> Wish we could have been there. A um, lot of information that came out. So all you listeners out there, you've probably read about this. But I wanted to do a little bit of deep dive. And before we go into that deep dive, we're going to take a quick break and bring you the Disney dad joke of the day. See you soon. Which is a cow's favorite Disney princess? (laughs) Mulan. Get it? Mulan. Hey, it's great to be back. I hope you enjoyed that. We're going to bring you those jokes throughout the podcast. Not today's makes podcast, me but smile. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely love it. So uh, we're also, before we dive into this Disney Plus stuff, we're going to also have some other fun segments um, down the road that we hope that you stick around and listen to. I guarantee it's going to be fun. And just a reminder, this is a, you know, this is this is a podcast for everyone. This is a family podcast, Disney Entertainment for the young to the old. We're all still children at heart. And um, it's absolutely wonderful to share all this. So who wants to grow up? Yeah, not me. <laughs> Definitely not you. <laughs> never, never, ever, ever. So Disney Plus, you know, we, we kind of touched on this. And there's been a lot of information out for this last past two years. It was first announced actually two years ago this month. Mm-hmm. Don't remember the exact date, but it was September 2017. It was announced this new network, new streaming network that Disney's going to bring out. And you were like, we are doing this. Yes. As soon as it comes out, we are <laughs> well, doing we're like, this. Well, what's the cost? I know. <laughs> that was the other thing. But... How much is this going to cost? <laughs> um, and do and it was always, okay, do we keep our movies? Or And I'm like, we'll just figure out what's on it whenever we get there. Oh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be great. We're going to keep movies. We're going to do the streaming. Um, so the cool thing is we are really close to the launch. November 12th. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit over two months away um, as we're recording this. And... There's a lot of excitement, a lot of talk about this. There's a lot of content, not just coming out in the beginning, but a really good strategic plan, hopefully, in regards to what's going to roll out in the next two years. Absolutely. Um, we'll get into pricing, but you know, and we'll see what changes because you know things change over time. But we'll we'll see. So a lot of you know, I have a lot of notes here, and we'll just go through these. So there's a lot of high-profile exclusive content. And they're saying that there's nearly every movie in the Disney's expansive library, including a number of previously hard-to-find animated features. Which will be fun. Yes. I know one of those live-action animated features that is not going to be included is Song of the South. 
Uh, they did uh, stop doing that. Now, don't quote me on this, but I believe it was in the 1980s. Uh, you know, any listeners out there, correct me on this, but I think it was in the 80s, late 80s, early 90s when they stopped that. So they are not going to re-release that. Um, but there's going to be plenty, plenty of content of hard to find things that I cannot wait to see again. Um, now, I'm not one to plant myself in front of a television all day, but we will definitely be watching. We will probably have a couple of days where we're like, okay, let's pop some popcorn. That's let's right. get the snacks. Let's just enjoy the day and vegging out pretty much in front of the TV. So the first thing let's talk about is the, the Star Wars content. You know, we're Disney geeks, but... Mm, we're Star Wars through absolutely. and through. Um, I absolutely love it. So let's 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 move into that. So what's that? What what does that mean with Star Wars? Really cool show they're going to have is the Mandalorian. Yes. yes so yes, yes. <laughs> I don't know if any of you guys out there, men women, have have watched uh, Star Wars Rebels, where they got to go a little bit further. If in. If you haven't. You need to watch it. Yes. As soon as this gets on, you just you've got to watch it. It's so good. Yes. Uh, so if 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 anyone out there doesn't know what a Mandalorian is, uh, basically Boba Fett uh, is part of a clan that, of Mandalore. So they have different clans, and they're called Mandalorians, and they wear they have their different crests and, and the clans that they stick with, and and so forth. So there's this Mandalorian, and it follows what what it what it basically is. It follows the adventures of an outer space. It kind of sounds fifty-ish there, nineteen fifty <laughs> thing. Outer space gunslinger. Um, shortly after the events of the original Star Wars trilogy, um, it's going to be eight episodes long, and a second season is already in pre-production. Now D twenty three just did a really cool. You can get on YouTube, Google it. You can look at the preview for this, and I think John Favreau is doing a wonderful, yes. fantabulous job with Absolutely. this. Just from the preview, yeah. me, I'm intrigued. There's been, you know, I've I've seen both sides of the coin uh, of, hey, we'll see how it comes out, but I cannot wait because with the Star Wars Rebels universe, the Clone Wars universe, um, they've really taken these story arcs really further and a lot deeper and i'm excited to see and they've been fascinating and the way just the artistry of it and everything has just been top of the line and we literally cannot wait like before (laughs) we would say okay what day is it is it time to watch it today and that's right that's a great reminder actually um i don't remember i heard this it was on a it was on a talk show i believe that you cannot binge watch it so you get on netflix or oh, Amazon really? Prize, you cannot binge watch. I think I believe their episodes, another thing I should have done my research on, but I believe <laughs> their episodes are going to be, you know, just like when we were kids. you got to yeah. wait. Let's say it's every Monday night or Sunday night. You so know. will you be able to wait until it's all released and then watch it at one I time? Guess so I don't know. We'll okay, find out. We'll but find but out. it's kind of cool because then that gets kids and the family's like, oh, it's on <laughs> right. tonight or it's on tomorrow. We're going to watch it it's again. It's like whenever we were kids, you had to wait right. every Monday for your show or whatever. And, you well, know. Same with the animated Clone Wars series. It was yes, the same absolutely. way. And I would wait and I'd get on iTunes and download that. <laughs> yes. And uh, we would watch it and like savor it. Sometimes you would call minute. from work. Hey, they just downloaded it. We're going to. Do it tonight yeah. or we get home. <laughs> so quite excited. I know our children are excited for that. Us adults, we're excited for that. So really cool. Waiting for that. Another really cool in the Star Wars universe that they're going to do, which if you go back to the D23, I keep referencing that. Go back and look at the recap of this. It's really cool. So Ian McGregor, you know that mm-hmm, actor. Yeah, absolutely. Wonderful actor. But, you know, he's, he's known for Obi-Wan, which he did a phenomenal yes, did. job of playing a young Obi-Wan. And he 
gets on stage and he's asked, uh, will you be playing Obi-Wan again? And he pauses and he looks at the audience and he says in his wonderful voice, yes. So <laughs> they are, no man crush there. They are going <laughs> to have an Obi-Wan Kenobi show. It's in the works right now. Yeah. So Ian McGregor, once I, like I said, confirmed to reprise the role. So That'll looking forward to this. So much fun too. <laughs> oh, it will. He even, you know, he was in well, the Clone Wars, Star Wars Rebels. Yes. He provided the voice for that too. And he did a wonderful job there. So it's going production, they say, is going to begin in early 2020. Don't know what that means. Mm-hmm. Probably the first quarter sometime, I'm assuming. And what the show is going to be set around is the time of solo, a Star Wars story that just came out recently. Um <clears throat> Obi-Wan is going to be hiding on Tatooine. And protecting young Luke Skywalker from afar. So we're going to see what's going on from Obi-Wan's perspective as a young Luke Skywalker is growing up on the farm with his aunt and uncle and some of the little adventures that he has through it. You know, uh, well, not much news has been out there on it because it was just announced in the last couple of weeks. Um, They probably don't even know exactly what they're doing yet either. (laughs) It's probably one of those they're still figuring it out too. Excuse me. It'll be fun. (laughs) It'll be fun to see what they do. It will be. It would be really, really good. I, I cannot wait to watch that. So, okay, another cool show. An untitled Rogue One prequel is going to be coming out. Now, don't know if I have any haters out this out there after hearing this, but Rogue One is one of my favorite Star Wars universe movies. I love Rogue One. I love the art direction. I love what they've done with it. Um, and they're going to be doing a prequel to it. So that's quite cool. So the actor... I don't know if you remember him, Diego Luna. Diego Luna was the one who played Caspian Andor, the Rebel Spy. Yes. Really well done job. Yes. And so it's going to be around Cassian Andor and K2SO. The cool thing is both actors are returning for it. So we have Diego Luna and Alan, and I'm going to butcher it. So pardon me, uh, Tudyk, Tudyk, whatever, T-U-D-Y-K. So we'll spell it. They're going to reprise their their Rogue One roles. Um, That would be so good. I'm... So looking forward to that too. Yeah, it's it's gonna be cool. So we got Mandalorian, we have Obi Wan Kenobi, we have the prequel for for Rogue One with uh, with Caspian uh, Andor. But you know, I get to thinking, I love Star Wars. Is, do you think that's gonna be too much? You know, maybe all at once it might be right. So you know, they didn't mention. Uh, well, actually, they did. No, they did not. They did not mention, according to my notes. Especially if you can't binge watch it all day. That's true. <laughs> they didn't mention when that production will start, but I know they have announced that and they've talked about that. Um, but I guess if you could like watch one on Monday, one on Wednesday, one on Friday, and yeah. just, you know, then you've got your whole week <laughs> planned around. We're going to have to like... Kill me smalls. <laughs> yeah. Have to get your runs in early in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Let's wrap up the Star Wars here. So finally, a new season of Star Wars. Oh, yes. Uh, Clone Wars. Yes. Animated series will debut in February of 2020 on Disney Plus. I believe, don't quote me again, seven or eight episodes, I believe. Um, we are huge Clone Wars fans. The animated uh, uh, show, phenomenal, like we keep talking about it. And they're going to follow up and actually close. Close wow. some open storylines with that. So That'll kind of be sad, but I know they need to. <laughs> yeah, we're, we are looking forward to it. And it will hopefully tie in as well with... All the others, and I just yeah, I can't. We cannot wait for that. That is that was something that I mean. I'm looking forward to Mandalorian and the others. But I wish I'm just glad it's happening in November, so that way, whenever we're not 
outside as much. When it gets colder, we'll have... Outside as much? Well, you know. We go snowshoeing out here <laughs> in Colorado. You we climb mountains in the more. snow. <laughs> no, I'm tracking. I'm understanding that. <laughs> yeah, it'll be some good times. And I could do it while you're at work. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's right. Just won't tell you that I watched it first. <laughs> so there you have it right now. Um, Mandalorian, Obi-Wan Kenobi, prequel Rogue One, and the Clone Wars. Um, exciting, exciting, exciting. Cannot wait. All right, moving on from Star Wars. We have the Marvel front. Disney Plus will include, they say, at least seven live action series into the Marvel Universe. Wow, seven. They're really going all of this in the Marvel Universe. So let's do a quick rundown here. I was going to say, who are they doing? Yeah. So if you're not familiar with the Marvel Universe, they're, you know, Endgame just finished. And we're going to be moving into new phases, uh, not just on Disney Plus, but also in the entertainment, you know, at the movie theater. So fall of 2020, you're going to have Falcon and Winter Soldier. So it's going to show what happens after Sam Wilson takes charge of Captain America's shield and uh, with Winter Soldier. So I am looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to moving into a new chapter for Captain America, how that actor is going to take the the, the overall character of Captain America and, and what he stands for and make it his own. Yeah. And with Bucky, uh, with, yeah. with the Winter Soldier. And that relationship there. Yep. It'll be interesting to see how that, mm -hmm. you know, whether they'll have fights or whether everything will just work out the way that they should. I think it's going to be great. And I'm looking forward to seeing more Winter Soldier. I really liked I liked that character when he became the Winter Soldier. Didn't yeah. care for him so much when he was trying to be an overprotector for the pre-Captain America. But I'm looking forward to that. That's, that's so going to be a cool show. So these will be episodes then? I, I, Is that yes, what live saying? action series. Okay. A live action series. And each person will be have so many. Like, okay. That's pretty yep. cool. And then in the spring of 2021, I don't really have much information. Sorry, listeners, on this. Loki. They're going to do one on Loki. <laughs> I don't know if I want to see that, to be honest. Um, that's just me. That's just my opinion. I think Loki played a pretty cool role throughout the Marvel Universe. Um, you know, what antics is he going to be up to? Mischief? All, all this? I, you know, I, mean, I, I, don't, I don't know. So this is the continuation after Endgame? Uh, that, or I don't know. is it going to be like they're redoing everything? I, I do not know, and, I, and that's my, my okay. fault. <laughs> well, this know. is something I've not... You yeah. understand, yeah. like, all of that more. You read comic yeah. books as a kid. I did not. So I've... This doesn't make sense to me, <laughs> you know, as far as I'm concerned, um, with how Spider-Man is mm -hmm. and how it keeps going over and over, and then, like... So anyway. That's fine. So spring 2021, look, look for Loki and WandaVision, uh, which will help set up Doctor Strange in Multi-Universe of Madness. I like Doctor Strange. Yeah, I do too. And Benedict Cumberbatch plays, he does a wonderful job in that role. But they like, won't have him, right? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Um, I would be. I think I'm going to Google that after we're done. Yeah, that's <laughs> a really good idea. I hope so. I would, I, I, I'm assuming. Because really good. I'm assuming they will. I think he's will. a great actor. I'm assuming they will. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it would be a mistake, but then, you know, I'm not the one who makes yeah. those decisions. But. Okay. Another cool guy. I like the actor. Jeremy Renner plays mm. Hawkeye. Yeah, I think he's a really cool guy. Uh, he's actually an actor. I wouldn't mind meeting. Mm, you know, Tom yeah. Hanks would be cool to meet. I think Jeremy Renner would be a good guy to meet. Yeah. Uh, he has his own band. I don't know if you knew that. I do. Yep. He's actually in a Jeep commercial. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, only because I saw that commercial. <laughs> and I was like, oh, he's in a band. That's pretty cool. <laughs> he's actually in a Jeep commercial. I was actually finishing my run the other day and on my walk. And I was listening to Pandora. And hey, it was Jeremy Renner. <laughs> so Jeremy Renner, a.k.a. Clint Barton. 
the show's going to focus, and this is fall of 2021, it's going to focus around him training his replacement, a young woman named Kate Bishop. So okay. I think that's going to be pretty cool. I don't, I don't know much about that. One thing I was kind of hoping, I was discussing with a friend uh, about a week or so ago, I think it would have been really cool to see a spinoff of of Hawkeye when he's in Endgame, when he becomes Ronin, of that he's an assassin. He's that samurai, okay. you know, an assassin. Um, you remember that yes, portion oh, of yeah, the game? Absolutely. And he goes off and does that for a while. <clears throat> I th- to watch him take revenge on everyone. I think that'd have been a cool, you know, little spin-off. We'll see how this goes, but I, I really would like it to see more of that. It would have been very violent. Yeah. Yeah, it would. Yeah. yeah. Our kids, we probably no, won't have our kids watch that. No, we probably kids watch that <laughs> I'd watch <one>. it. But... <laughs> I don't know if I'd watch it. <laughs> <laughs> but... Yeah, and so later down the road, they have some animated shows. Well, She-Hulk, they announced that, Miss Marvel, and Moon Knight. So a lot coming out on the Marvel front as well as the Star Wars front that we mentioned. So a lot's happening with Disney+. Plus. Now, there's another animated series. Excuse me. <clears throat> it's called What If. Literally, that's the title. What if, and here's what what if is all about. We'll just get into this. It explores what would have happened if certain events in the MCU had transpired differently. For example, first episode, they're going to explore a world where Peggy Carter, you remember who Peggy Carter is, right? Of course, yes. Not Captain America received the super soldier serum, transforming her into Captain Carter. So they said it's going to be 23 episodes. Now, if I can recall, almost every actor is in on this except for Robert Downey Jr. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Now I'm going blank. There's a few other actors, many actors that weren't into this. And in a way, I could be like, I'd be like, eh, no, I don't know. It's interesting, but yeah. It's interesting. It's cool to have more plots, little storylines, more entertainment. But do in, in my mind, do we really need that kind of a show? I don't know. Um, so, yeah, what if? 23 episodes. And you know I'm gonna I'm gonna see how it looks. I think the Agent Carter one would be very interesting because knowing her character and knowing that, you know, just who she was, I think it would be pretty cool to watch her because she's was already amazing as she was. Yeah, that'd be really. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I want to see that one for sure. I'd have to see what the other ones are to know. Yeah. What else we want to do? So yeah, I'm excited. I, you know, I'm more of a Star Wars fan than I am Marvel. I love Marvel. Love Marvel. So there's a few things I'm looking forward to. But um, I'm not as excited as I am about Star Wars, as well as the other Disney content that they're going to have out there. So moving into that, so other originals on Disney Plus, Muppets Now, which is going to be a short form unscripted show. So that's going to be interesting. That'll be fun. (laughs) Yep. Love the Muppets. Uh, You know, the Muppet Vision Show at uh, Hollywood Studios uh, down in Walt Disney World. Uh, It was okay. I wasn't really into it. Um, But... I love the Muppet Show, so I'm hoping that, you know, this brings back the not just nostalgia, but a new spin, the humor, you know, just yeah, like, that, that you feel when you watch them on TV. Yeah. So Like the Muppet Show of old. Oh, yeah. Whenever you and I were kids and we yep. would giggle the whole time through. Yep. Another one I cannot wait for because it's Pixar, Monsters at Work. So we're going to oh, yeah. see. Yeah. And you can get <laughs> online and you can Google literally some of the concept art already for this. And yeah, we it, might be Star Wars fans, but we're really Pixar fans. <laughs> we're just fans of just about everything, <laughs> we aren't we? <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So also a Toy Story 4 spinoff where Forky asks a question. 
Um, I don't know much about this. Uh, I didn't really do my research, honestly, on this, but that is one of the other uh, Disney originals that's coming out. And uh, I'm not, I really don't care about this. Hannah Montana uh, <laughs> revival. <laughs> I don't even know what that looks like. I, I'll be honest. I'm sorry for all you Hannah Montana fans. I don't really care. <laughs> yeah. Not fans in this but, house. <laughs> no, it's worth announcing. It's worth yes. announcing. Other live action animated fair for adults and young adults, whatever that means. Um, they're slated to remake for Home Alone, which I read about, you know, a few weeks back. Yeah. Eh. Uh, Macaulay Culkin had a pretty funny meme on on Twitter. And then the other cool thing, uh, we love the outdoors. We love the environment, all that kind of stuff. National Geographic is going to have original content uh, again. So I am looking forward to that and hearing that 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 little sound that that makes when the golden square appears and stuff. So um, the new National Geographic content is going to be pretty cool. I I expect nothing but the best uh, from them. So. Uh, also, new Disney movies and pre-existing content. We mentioned almost every single movie in the Disney catalog. Amazing. That's almost mind blowing because we have a lot of them. <clears throat> we have a lot. We have a yeah. <laughs> we have a lot, and I cannot imagine being able to see any of them. That will be that'll be a lot of fun to be able to go. Oh yeah, I remember this one. And oh, I yeah. wonder. I wonder if there's a way that you're going to be able to see which ones you have and haven't watched recently. I don't know. I, and I'm wondering if you can also subcategorize in folders like a, your own library. Right. Because like on Netflix, you can list, say watch right. it again or whatever and what's popular and all that. I would that. love I to see the silly. Yeah, I wonder. That, that would be, I think they will. I think, and from what I've read, their interface is going to look really well. It's okay. going to do, you know. Well, Disney does things well. They do. They really do. And and where you can stream this is not just on your mobile device or et cetera. But yeah, there's some news also, which we can discuss at another time, but it looks like they snubbed Amazon out of it as Roku. Um, but yeah, we'll get into that at another time. But, uh, also they're saying that there's approximately, well, you were talking about episodes, sorry, scroll over there. I'm, I'm wanting to see the silly symphonies. Oh yes. So we were at the Disney store yesterday up near Denver and, uh, the skeleton dance came on and I'm like, Oh, look, 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 (laughs) I, you know, it's the, it's the first silly symphony. It's, it's classic, it's history and it's, it's, it's wonderful. So I'm hoping to see some more of those. We still Um, have those tins yeah. that we bought whenever we were first married back in the early 2000s yes. it came out and those numbered you got some really cool collectible postcards yeah. um yeah so there's gonna be some neat stuff we'll see how this all rolls out i don't think every i don't know exactly if it's all gonna roll out once but i know they're gonna they're gonna pace things out over some time so they're saying there's approximately seven thousand episodes of television series and 400 to 500 movies that are expected to be available when it launches Wow. Mind blown. That to me, that number is like, whoa, that's a lot. You know, the problem with me is I like buttons. So I'm going to like search, 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 scroll, 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 yeah, scroll. Yeah, we'll be oh, spending one, an hour one. trying to decide what we're going to watch before we watch. So that's a good transition into this study, though. So I found this out actually yesterday. According to a study by a research firm called, I'm going to butcher it, Amper, it's A-M-P-E-R-E analysis. They state on their research that the Disney Plus TV shows only amount to 16% of what Netflix currently offers. Wow. Netflix's library is also eight times bigger than Disney Plunge Plus at launch lineup. So that's only in the beginning though. So it's like, wow, out of the park Netflix with content. I don't think Netflix has that great of content. But they've been producing they've some been producing, good yeah. things on their own, I think. 
I agree with you on that too. So they're going to they're going to blow Disney by numbers of content available out of the water at, at launch. But it's it's you know it's it's, it's, it's a marathon. You know. you know, it's not this right. sort it's not a sprint it's a marathon. Yeah. So over time and, and it's all that nostalgia of, you know, like if they have everything that they all of the movies. Like mm-hmm. I'm thinking of all of the movies that are fun and all of the old episodes and all of that. Yep. I, I, I yeah. So saying that, so but before long, Disney Plus will be the only place where you can find some of the biggest franchises in entertainment. And I believe it will be the must-have. I agree with that report. It will yes. be. I truly believe it will be the must-have. Because it's Disney. Right. I mean, Disney is good about that, about attracting good quality, doing all of that. So they've always been good about that. Right. So how much will this cost? I mean, we a lot. Of, you can just have to do a quick research online. Just Google it. But at launch, excuse me, at launch, it will be seven dollars per month, seventy dollars per year. So you know that's not that's not much that's at not all. Bad. No, and there's and you know you can find other Amazon other, Prime costs more than that. I know other <laughs> ways of uh, of of getting that cheaper and stuff. But but don't be surprised if that rises quickly. Yes. I, I'm, I, I'm fully expecting. I mean, everything it to go inflates up. over time. And as soon as they get more stuff on there, it's going to go right. up. Well, you know, I'm wondering how the Disney Vault stuff. You know, they're re-releasing this and that. Will will they do the same kind of stuff on Disney Plus for the Vault? Limit right. them only to watch this. Yeah, like for the month right. of whatever, you can watch Princess and the Frog for this month only, or right. for the six months or something. Yeah. So yeah, Disney also. We all know this. They own Hulu. So that was thanks to the acquisition of. 21st Fox. Um, so if let's say you're a Hulu subscriber, if you want to subscribe to both, you have options. You can add if so, if you're through Hulu, you can add Disney Plus as an add-on if if you have that. Or if let's say if you want Disney Plus, ESPN, and Hulu, they offer a bundle for all three at $13 per month. That's really still not bad. Not a bad. And then if you pay annually, it's actually cheaper. Yeah. So I honestly, you know, I don't know if we need all three of those. I don't, I don't, I don't know, but we don't watch that much yeah. TV and stuff, so we'll just have to look and see what's on there. All right. So Disney Plus, there's some really cool things that, that's coming out that they have planned for it. I, I'm, I'm excited for it. I wish nothing but the best for them. Some things I wish they had. We were Disney Infinity fans. I don't Huge. know if any of you are <laughs> out there listening. Uh, know of Disney Infinity? First of all, they have the coolest little figures that they they made. Um, you know, look like little animation maquettes. And they were really well done. So an online platform. I have used them on birthday cakes for yeah. our girls, <laughs> Princess Leia, and a few others, just yeah. because they are so cool. <laughs> so I, I think it would have been cool if they had their own gaming. You know, they work with Apple and stuff. And if you have Apple TV, there are games you can play on there, et cetera. And I think Roku as well. Don't quote me on that either because we don't have one. But that would be really cool if they had Disney brought Disney Infinity back to a whole online yes. universe and you can log in, use the characters you have. Or through, you might not need the characters at Disney that point. Plus. I know, but it, it, yeah, that would be, that would be so cool. Uh, you know, it'd be cool is if you watched one of the movies and that unlocked a character for Disney Infinity. Oh, that would be cool. That'd be fun. Yeah. See, hire us. That's Disney. right. We've got good <laughs> ideas. <laughs> Nothing but great ideas. 
So Disney Plus, there you go. A lot of information. You can go on Google, find a lot of stuff. And I'm excited about it. I know you're excited about it. Our kids are excited Definitely. about it. And there's some there's some content that where we're like, well, how's this going to roll out? What's this going to look like? What's what's the day, the launch day going to look up, look like when you're yeah. trying to download this? How are their servers? How does the bandwidth? All that stuff. So that's yet to to be seen. So come November, you know, we'll we'll do a quick recap and our experience, as well as what we're hearing around the industry uh, of that. But there you have it, Disney Plus. Looking forward to it. A lot of neat things coming down the pipeline, of course. Um, we have Frozen 2. We keep. I'm going to keep talking about that. We're excited yes. about that. Uh, Pixar's got some great new original content coming out. We're going to be talking about Maleficent. You know, next mm-hmm. month. You know, we're already in September, so next month Maleficent is coming out. So we'll probably be doing a review on that, as well as the the cult movie of Hocus Pocus. We may be doing that as well, and having some guests from the industry and. Uh, you know, past cast members, hopefully on this show. So, you know, stick with us, stay with us. There's a lot of evolving that we're going to be going through on this show where we're just beginning. We have a journey ahead of us and it's going to be a wonderful adventure. So thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, it's, it's, it's going to be a wild ride and always remember the Disney burrito next time you're eating a burrito, you know, when you <laughs> take that bite, Oh yeah. The Disney burrito every other Tuesday, all that good stuff rolled up together. That's right. One juicy bite. So we, we are under the mouse capades, uh, radio network. Find us there on Tuesdays. So dream big, my friends eat a good old Disney burrito. Enjoy your time with your family and enjoy your coming week. Have a magical day. We'll see y'all later. Bye-bye.